strong toxic brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for July 14th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Kirsten. How are you doing, Kirsten? Um, I'm okay. Do you think we have a warranty on this cast? Can we send them for a replacement? I, I'm pretty sure there are some, uh, like, uh, like, you know, when you go to the mall and they've got those little kiosks where you yeah. can fix, like, broken screens and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you can fix broken casts there, too. I'm not sure. Okay, well, I'll do as much paperwork as necessary, but like we need to get this fixed. It is broken. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are here to talk about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. It was day 25 in the house. And uh, yeah. It was a day. It happened. It wasn't as bad as the day before. Well, if it was as bad as the day before, like, <laughs> yikes. But I mean, it was pretty bad. Um. Yeah, we're gonna get through this. Uh, <laughs> get through this day. We're gonna get through this together. Uh, this is our support. Uh, we're all going to just talk about our feelings. We're gonna let it all out, and we'll feel better for it. If you if you want, we can just talk about uh, my day yesterday. I did see Midsummer. Thought it was pretty good. So, how did the scariness compare to what's currently happening inside the Big Brother Twenty One house? Well, see, see, the difference is that Midsummer was disturbing in a fun way that I enjoyed. <laughs> Maybe not fun, but in a way that was interesting and that I enjoyed. <laughs> Whereas uh, Big Brother was disturbing in a way that was just like, ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you went to the movies and then you said you were going to get a haircut, right? I yeah, I did. The hair looks shorter. So I assume that went well. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. We'll talk about our personal lives instead. That's a lot more fun. All right. We have to talk about what happened in the house. Uh, <laughs> fine. Yes. So <clears throat> here we go. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Nick was going to, okay. Nick has a conversation with Sis and Christy early in the day. Um, Nick thinks that Nicole, is Vanessa Rousseau. She is going to Vanessa Rousseau all of them. She is going to cry and use their emotions against them and send them all home. She's a huge threat. Nick's yes. the only one who sees it. Yeah, that she's Vanessa. She's gonna she's gonna if they if they talk to her, she'll have them all convinced that she needs to stay this week. And Nick will tell them that they are dumb when they are convinced of that. When they come to him and tell him they want her to stay. He will tell them they're dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's uh I'm I'm not going to be convinced by Vanessa. No, sir. Yeah, and so uh it was Christy who said that, you know, Cliff is a bigger threat. He is a mastermind. He will be able to complete a puzzle. Nicole's cards are already out on the table. Everybody knows what she's doing. So Cliff is a bigger threat. And Nick's like, no, she will Vanessa Russo. Everybody, I feel weird keeping Vanessa Russo in this game. Uh, yeah, and Chris and Christy are like, yeah, but... Like, but Cliff, Cliff he's going to win the a, double eviction HOH. Cliff is a snake in, in tactile hand puzzles. He's a puzzle master. <laughs> Never mind that. Haven't seen Cliff try a puzzle, so... Um, yeah. Okay. And oh, but and Ovi is coming back, and Ovi has a power, pr- probably, probably has a power, and so you have to watch. You have to watch out. Uh, I just like Nick is so annoying. He's like, no, uh, Nicole's ability to manipulate people is a threat to me. Which like Christy insists should be having alarm bells going off at this point because if he thinks someone being a manipulator is a threat to him. That means he thinks he's the manipulator. <laughs> like he's telling them what he thinks he is, right? Well, he's later going to I, I describe slash admit that he actually came very close 
to nominating so, somebody like Jack and Jackson together this week that when Nicole see we we were saying Nicole oh what a mistake I can't believe she trusted Bella but apparently right before nominations when Nicole told them that they were the target it almost worked they were actually really close and I've no there's no reason for Nick to admit this and if, if it's not true because he's essentially admitting to his alliance that he was about to backstab them uh, that he yeah, came true, very close <laughs> like don't say that like i i guess he's trying to say it to be like look nicole is such a master manipulator she almost got me she's so good but it's like no what you're saying is that you're able to be convinced to turn on them well you're just reinforcing that you're sketchy what 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 nick is really saying i mean like that what nick thinks he's saying is that Nicole is Vanessa Rousseau and she nearly convinced, manipulated me into doing something I shouldn't have done. That's what he thinks he's saying. What Mm -hmm. uh, six shooters are hearing him say is I almost betrayed you guys. And what's he what he's actually saying is Nicole almost got me to see the truth, but I'm too dumb to see it. Yeah, I feel uh, pretty good about the fact that I was never on the Nick train from the start of the season. You guys called him a woke king, and how does it feel now? I just want to be on record. I did not say that. Not you, just the fan base. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what's happened there. But but I do want to. I do want to. You know, I, Nicole almost had it. So good, good, good <sighs> for her. Even though this did really backfire. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so. He says, hey, Nicole, uh, or uh, Christian says, they say, Nicole already has a huge target on her back now. So, you know, we don't we don't need to necessarily be the ones to take her out this week. But he says, no, if it's a wall comp, Cliff ain't Cliff isn't winning. Cliff is not winning a wall comp, but Nicole might. And Christy's like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is the first like strategically sound argument to get rid of Nicole that Nick has used. And so. Christy kind of has to be like, oh, yeah, okay, well, at least that's like a valid game reason instead of you being insane. Yes. Um, they do, he, they, they also talk about like, well, if, if we keep Cliff, should, shouldn't we use the veto on him to win favor? And that way we'll feel more comfortable with Cliff and we can still get rid of Nicole. That's, you know, they're talking about that. Christy is not going to be convinced though uh you know nick is trying but but christy for most of the day and 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 at this point she is a little less sure than i think she will be later on but uh Mm -hmm. but she's still kind of like uh i still kind of feel like i'd rather have nicole here well and even still like over the course of the day she's like no i would not use the veto on cliff like i'll use it on jess if you want me to use it but i will not use the veto she hates cliff he said her name which probably wouldn't be so dangerous for her if she hadn't told everyone that he said her name. Christy, Tommy, and Jack are going to get together and uh, they're going to officially name their trio, their final three. Um, It's it's lots of love. Yeah, LOL. Lots of love. Yesterday, I said, guys, this season is what season six of Big Brother would have been with modern twists. And they're literally naming alliances dumb, like hippy-dippy names, like lots of love, just like the friendship. This is literally the friendship 2.0. Yeah, I was really hoping that you you weren't right about that and that things would change, but... You see, I said LOL when they did this, but for a different reason. (laughs) It's just like it's it's I swear it's like the the worst people, the most obnoxious people on Big Brother are always the ones that that think that they are like very pop. Oh, we're it, we're just friends. Hey, guys, we're just friends here. We're all about friendship and positivity or no, it's all about lots and lots of love. It's all about being grateful. It's all it's all about being grateful. Um, You know, it's. uh it's like what we like as fans in general i don't want to speak for everyone but it's like if there's a villain who is self-aware and they're like yeah this is what i'm doing and this is why i'm doing it people can get behind that if someone is acting like they're worse than they are and being like a little bit self-deprecating 
people will be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you're not that bad. We really like you. You're funny. But when people are like, we are the good people. We have integrity, love. We're the best. America sees it. Everyone will see it on the show. Those are people who are like, no, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, lots, lots of love. I feel like the only way they could make this more ironic is if they replaced Tommy with Bella. Oh, can you imagine? That's an unholy trinity if I ever thought of one. Um, and, and like I said, I think, I think, I think this is even more like, I think that Christie's superpower is that she hates all of them. That she, she can genuinely just hate on any single person in the house, which makes the person she's talking to feel like, well, she must not hate me if she hates them. But no, she hates you all. She's got <laughs> hate for you all. It's lots of hate. Well, so I thought her superpower was her pheromones, but I guess it could also be that she hates everyone. And I think it's the thing too, where it's like, if you're like a gossipy person, I it, and I'm like for me for example if I'm talking to you about someone that means I don't talk about you because I don't want to get exposed <laughs> and I think that's kind of people think that a little bit about Christy where it's like oh well she's saying all this to me like there's no way she's gonna be saying stuff about me like she trusts me so much no she's talking about everybody mm, yeah uh, Christy is also going to tell Jack about the diamond power of Vito so he does he does know about it now Yes, uh, Christy's like, can you keep a secret? And Jack's like, yeah, you're the only one I told about my power. Like, obviously, I can keep a secret. She's like, well, I won the third one. Yep. I, I just hate, I hate it so much. I, there were, to, in the interest of full disclosure, there were points yesterday where I, I had to turn off the feeds and just read Twitter because I was like, I, I can't, I can't yeah. do it. No, I was I was busy watching Lighter Fair at times. Um, <laughs> yes, Lighter Fair. Nice <gasps> celebrations in beautiful countries. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, replace Big Brother with Stephen King novels. <laughs> It'll be more wholesome. Uh, Jack still wants to save Cliff, though. Uh, that's that's still what he would prefer to do. But Christy's like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Yeah, so she wants to get rid of Cliff. She would much rather keep Nicole because Nicole can be used as a tool to go after their other allies. Yes. Uh, so makes sense. Tommy is going to have a conversation with Bella where Bella talks about Nicole and the whole situation there and that she, you know, after Kemi betrayed her and stabbed her in the back, she betrayed, she, she trusts nobody. Nobody in the house. It's, uh, she was, she was burned. And she 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 can't trust herself in front of the stove again. And it was so disgusting how Nicole used her anxiety to bond with Nick. It was so disgusting. Yeah, uh, she realized she cannot be so upfront with people. She mm. can't be so honest because it's gone her into trouble now on two occasions. So she's going to stop. She yes. definitely is able to stop. Yes, she needs to. She just needs to stop. It's all it's all that needs to happen. And you know what? I actually uh, agree with her. It's the only thing Bella says I agree with. Yeah, she's a stop. Cliff is going to talk to Sis, and he tells her that he might pick her or Jack to play in the veto, and hopefully that they would use it, use the veto on him. Uh, he is still trying to uh, win the the votes of six shooters who do control the votes this week. Um, he is going to deny to Sis that he said that he wanted to target her or Jack in his cliff notes, that that was not a part of it. Uh, he has admitted to everything else, but that was not something that he wanted to do. And he says the same thing to Jack. Yeah, he mentions that he hasn't told anybody who he's targeting, which including uh, himself. Yeah, I don't don't think that's that's the right move quite here. Uh, but they do kind of talk about earning each other's trust back. And uh, Sis really wants to play in the veto. So they kind of are talking. I don't know. I don't trust anything anyone says to Cliff. Yeah. The veto <laughs> players are picked. The picked players were Kat, Jackson, and Christy. And so we've got another trend. So first we had a trend of Sam winning veto two weeks in a row. Now we have a trend of Jess using house guest choice. 
in the dumbest way possible. Jess chose Christy. Christy was chosen by Jess. Um, I actually don't think this one is as bad as the previous weeks choosing Jackson, uh, where she was potentially going to be a target that week. And she chose somebody that definitely would not use the veto on her and it did not win her any favor. Uh, whereas in this one, at least she chose somebody that is going to probably throw this veto. And, uh, and even if she did win it, she probably would use it on Jess just to get, uh, Nicole on the block, just to send Cliff home. Um, but either way, it's, uh, it's dis, it's disappointing from, uh, from just to like, I want Jess to not be so worthless in the game kind of perspective. Yeah, exactly. It's like, really? This is what you're doing. This is what you choose to do. I just can't handle it. I'm so annoyed. Uh, just really fulfilling my expectations of her preseason, actually, where I felt like she was a very, like, people-pleasy kind of person in her interview with Jeff. And uh, at, at first, I was like, oh, look, she's she's starting an all-women's life. She's doing some things, but uh, she has firmly settled into the role of follower for the time being. And uh, maybe maybe it'll change eventually, but... Ugh. Yeah, so I I think of Jess as the kind of person where if things aren't going perfectly for her, she completely crumbles and is unable to handle it or turn things around. And that's just not the type of player that I personally enjoy watching. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Uh, so Nicole is going to talk with Kat and essentially plead for her life. Hey, if you win the veto, please don't use it. Uh, if, if you use it, I am dead. Uh, I've, I've got nothing. Yeah. And so Kat says that it's a long shot that she would win it. But if she does, she would take Jess down. Yeah. Uh, Kat is going to talk to Jess and let her know that she would want to use the veto on her if she won but she would need to talk to nick she would need uh permission from nick and jess is like ah no he's he wants people to use it anyway and she's like okay perfect um nick uh cat says she believes nicole about nick and bella because nick said the same thing to her about holly the whole like who would you put up what about holly kind of thing uh so she's like i'm pretty sure she's telling the truth about that but Kat also thinks that nicole is to blame for the women's alliance getting out and uh for ratting jess out to bella which it just doesn't make sense to me because if Nicole were the one doing the ratting, all of this would have come out so long ago. Yeah, it's it's um, Nicole the, a couple of nights ago now became the scapegoat for Nick mm -hmm. and Bella and for six shooters. And yeah. they just piled every wrongdoing that they've ever done on to her. And so she explained the situation to Kat and Kat was like, well, that has nothing to do with me. You're probably telling the truth, Nicole, but you're a scapegoat. So all of my problems are probably your fault. <laughs> and so Kat has unloaded her, obviously not as numerous um, <laughs> sins as well onto uh, Nicole. Like Nicole has become the scapegoat for most of the house at this point. Um, and even if most of them don't believe that she was the cause of their own thing, they're still like, but she's still probably lying about something or other and was probably at fault for something because, I mean, she's in that position. Yeah, and these people love to to think that people deserve the position that they end up in. Mm-hmm. They love to, oh, th well, this is, this is her fault. Huh. Yep. Okay. Um, so, Jess is also going to talk to Nicole. She says, hey, look, I wanted to pick you, but uh, I just... I think it would be a, a hard choice for you if you won the veto between myself and Cliff. And Nicole's just like, I would have stayed true to my word if you had picked me. Like, I would have used it on you. Uh, yeah. And, and so Nicole also is like, you know what? I have nobody in this game. Like, I'm not keeping my cool. I respect you because you have been on the block for 48 hours and you haven't like totally lost your mind, which I think is a little bit shady considering what happened last week. But yeah. That just like me makes me like Nicole more. Uh, and Nicole goes on about basically how she like doesn't really know how to play this game because she doesn't trust anybody, but she also trusts everybody. And it, it, this conversation was tough. Any conversation with Jess is tough. Um, 
That wasn't even why. <laughs> I just I hate seeing Nicole cry so much. Yes, it's it's it is it's brutal. It's it's brutal to have to watch. Nicole, uh, Jess is generous enough though to let Nicole know that uh, you know, hey, I don't take anything you've done against me personally, and we'll still be friends after the show. Because we all know that Nicole has really done so many bad things to Jess. Well, you know, obviously she exposed the Women's Alliance yeah, and Jess exactly. got blamed for that. It's Nicole all, probably actually Nicole's masterminded all. the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Kemi is going to talk with Ovi because they're both amazing. And uh, they talk about how wrong it is, what's happening to Nicole, how Bella is treating her. Uh, Kemi says, you, you don't see her talking to me like that because she's scared of me. She, she knows that Nicole isn't going to fight back. That's the only reason why she acts so tough around Nicole. Uh, and she uh, Kemi says this this whole game always like this is supposed to be fun. We're yeah. supposed to be in like they're they're in uniforms, <laughs> being yep. treated like subhumans, and mm-hmm. this is Ovi's favorite show, favorite game. I don't want to say it's his favorite show. He loves this game, yep. and he's like, "This is supposed to be fun. This is not fun." And Kemi's like, "I feel like if we just if if Bella wasn't here, we'd be having more fun." Which like they'd be having more fun, but I I still don't think it would be fun. Um, yeah. But and Ovi rightly points out the pack mentality. Yes, and Belle is one of the worst in terms (laughs) of just uh, how uh, mean she is. uh, But she's also the worst at hiding it. Whereas some of the other people are a lot better at at hiding their cruelty. Well, and Bella's also delusional because she keeps having moments like I've grown as a person in this game. When we watch back, like. Like, I'm sorry, if this is growth, then how the, how did you get to this point in your life? If this is growth. Yes. Okay. So Bella talks to Kat. (laughs) This is mind blowing. I like literally, I I was watching like behind my hands. I was like, I I can't watch this. Like it felt more like a horror movie than anything I've seen recently. Yes. Bella says to Kat that, hey. Kemi and Nicole must look like the most evil villains ever in this house. And you know what? I hope that America destroys them. Yeah. And that's uh, that's definitely what's going to happen. Yep. That's they're just they're so evil. They're so evil. They're vile. America is going to just just destroy them when they get out of the house. Yeah, America is going to see that Bella has been nothing but loyal and said nothing but nice things, and Kemi and Nicole are just horrible people. Yes, and she, you know what? She doesn't. She doesn't think that America will destroy them. She hopes, hopes that America will destroy them. I'm. I'm a. I'm a pretty. uh, You know turn the other cheek kind of person. I still do not recommend that anyone do, do does this to, to Bella, but oh boy, oh boy. Don't be hoping, don't be hoping that these people get destroyed by America. Because uh, you know, you like, uh, okay, that's, that's just, just don't, don't be saying that. I, I don't think, like, we don't have to do anything to her because don't worry, life is going to catch up. Mm-hmm. If this is how she acts, it will catch up to her regardless. We do not need to be uh, any part of it. We don't need to be a catalyst. She exactly. is her own catalyst. And look, again, like Bella is the kind of person that hopes that people get destroyed after the show. Don't be a Bella. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you want to be like her? Have you watched the last three days of Feats and thought, a role model? Yeah. Just think about it that way. The way. You know, her justifications for cruelty, they feel like the same ones I want to have. Yeah, exactly. I want to be more like her. <laughs> exactly. All right. She says, hey, I think I've conducted myself very admirably in this house. And I hope that when I watch back, I'll be able to see somebody that was very loyal, very loyal in this house. That's so I guess she's not watching Big Brother 21. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna watch something else yes <laughs> she's, she's gonna go I don't know watch like the Teletubbies like 
You know what? I, I think she could use that. I think that right? Bella should be watching shows like the Teletubbies. <laughs> she needs to learn some nice, be be nice to people, golden rule, stuff like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, can we get her watching some Disney Channel originals? She can learn. <laughs> she can learn from this. Oh, boy. Um, uh, so Nicole is going to then come and, and talk to, to Bella. She says that she wants to apologize. Nicole wants to apologize, uh, which is like one of like one of those moments where like inside I'm like, no, Nicole, don't do it. She doesn't deserve it. And then I'm like, no, OK, OK, no, no, she's she's no, being, she, she's being a good person. Nicole's doing the right she's thing, the even right though thing. she shouldn't have to. Yes. Um, but it just speaks, you know, higher to to Nicole and and who she is. Bella says, "I appreciate your apology, but I just don't think it's enough. I just think that I've been very disappointed by you, Nicole, and the way that you've made out, uh, to, uh you know, myself and Nick uh, to be uh, saying that we're bullies, um, and, and all of this stuff." And Nicole's, "Hey, I I never said bully. That that was not my word." Sorry, you're actually getting too many words out because Bella is constantly just not allowing <laughs> Nicole to speak. And yeah, you Nicole need to interrupt like, me as I talk. Like, like I just did I to just you. like I, I don't no, 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 I want to. You can't to. just oh, no. <laughs> yeah, stop. Exactly. Stop. Yeah. Like no, yeah, exactly. See, but you, yeah. Kirsten, I'm disappointed yep. in you. And, and then if there was a third person, I would turn to them and say, I'm going to talk to you uh, because this is not what I said. And this is not what happened. So I just want you to know that was not my word (laughs) because she just fully turns to Tommy and is like, I didn't say bully. I never said that. That is not my word because Bella literally will not listen to her. And Bella is so friggin' lucky that she doesn't have to deal like with someone like me in this house (laughs) because this would not be happening. (laughs) Like, I know I complained a lot in BB can about the way Anthony talked to people and I still don't like it. I didn't. But at least he was like strategically sound and making proper game moves and like had a strong alliance and knew what was actually happening in the game. Bella's just rude to people. And I like I've been in arguments like that where someone's not letting me talk. And what I say is, let me talk. (laughs) And it happens. Yeah. And I mean, it's again, it's like it would it would still be bad, but it would be different. If Nicole really was trying to screw Bella, right? Uh, but Nicole was trying to help them. Yeah, she, she chose was, to work she with chose them. chose them as her side and let them know, hey, if you don't make a move this week, you're in trouble. And Bella, Bella said, um, excuse me, screw you. How dare you insinuate that I would be in trouble in this game? It's all your fault. It's all your fault what you're saying to me. It's this never would have happened without you, Nicole. Um, and then, you know, th- then, you know, all the retells and people exaggerate when they retell. And so words get introduced that weren't there in the first place. And then Bella is, is pointing out those specific words. And Nicole's like, I didn't use that word. Uh, like I just, if you had, use the word bully i didn't well i just don't like it in general then uh it's like okay i like in general i'm very much someone who says you know don't don't talk about bullying and big brother like most of what gets called bullying isn't bullying i think this if it's not it's very close so i mean we're gonna go, go through this with nick as well but uh what nicole says is that hey look i did not say bully. That was other people that used that word. I felt interrogated. I felt pressured. And uh, Bella is going to vehemently deny that Nick would ever do that. Nick is going to say, what? I was just asking questions. I was just trying to get an answer out of you. I was not pressuring. I was not interrogating. Let's just it's- flash back real quick. Um uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, like five t- nights ago to a week ago, Tommy was in the HOH room with Nick and Tommy said to Nick, Hey, what were you talking to Nicole about last night? Because she looked like she was about to cry. It felt very uncomfortable. And, and Nick says, yeah. And so, so does Sam. Yeah. We were interrogating her. We were putting the pressure on. It was so good. We were getting some names. <sighs> It's just trash. 
trash. Yeah. Um, uh, this is also like, it's just so, so uncomfortable to watch because Nicole is responding to this in a very mature, level-headed way. Trying to like fix things, trying to apologize to people who have been nothing but rude to her when she didn't do anything wrong. And then they're just, they go off and they're like, I would have never, I would never do that. I would never interrogate someone. I would never put pressure on someone. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I'll just take you at your word then. Like, uh, Bella says, Hey, Nicole, you seem really defensive. You seem really defensive. Yeah, because that's what happens when you accuse people of things. They get defensive, and especially when they didn't do them. And she's mm-hmm. trying to, I don't know, defend herself. Um, so Nicole is like, hey, uh, you're calling me defensive. You're the person that wouldn't even talk to me last night like an educated adult that you just yelled at me and walked away. And Bella's like, oh. Excuse me, are you calling me uneducated? And Nicole says, Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. Because you know what? You know what? You're so convinced that I'm lying to you, but obviously nobody is going to come to you and tell you they were coming for you while you're HOH. She didn't yell that loud. That was me. No, Nicole doesn't. Like, Nicole stays even. Like, I don't know why. You're like, I have to yell. Probably because you would be yelling was, in that situation. Because I was, I was yelling with her. I was like, yes, 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 Nicole, yes. Like, she snapped. And it's so good. Like, oh, it just makes me so happy that she's like, yeah, I am. I'm calling you uneducated because what you did was act like an uneducated person. Normally, when you have a conversation with someone, when you go off for three minutes, they then get to say their piece. But you decided to walk away. And like, I know that happened the day before. It's already been talked about. But when Nicole is trying to talk and Bella's like, no, we're not doing this. I've already made a decision that I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to hear you out. I've decided that I wanted to reach through the screen yeah and then she and then she walks off and is like i handled that so well yeah she's I'm like such oh a great that person. was so good oh, like man. oh man i just like oh, america's so gonna this. see i'm so oh, good america is gonna destroy her when this show is over oh yeah i feel like that was gonna be one of those people who's like no, you guys didn't see everything you guys happened. didn't know yeah you, you guys, didn't see you guys you don't, don't know. know you don't know what Guys, the things she said to me, you you guys don't even understand. She was really bad. There, When the feeds cut, there were so many things said that you don't know about. And I'm not going to say what they were because they're just too bad for me to even say out loud. Uh, and, and also, they don't exist, so I, I can't say that. But uh, they, there's definitely no, a lot like- of things that you don't know about that I can't tell you about. Yeah, that, that's 100% what we're going to get from Bella and, and probably Nick, too. <laughs> Um, I, I have, a, I have a little bit of hope for Nick. Um, just, uh, he, he is, he is also terrible, uh, but less so than Bella. And he is at least willing to treat Nicole like a, a human and not just, uh, yell at her all the time. No, I'm sorry. The bar is literally underground. Yes. I agree. Like, this is, I don't have hope for him because just because he's better than Bella does not make him good. <laughs> like, no, and I also refuse I didn't to get say my he was up. good. I said he was terrible, terrible, but better than yeah, Bella. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And better than Bella doesn't mean much. So I'm not going to be pinning any hopes to him. Um, and I just want everyone to remember this in like four weeks when Nick's an underdog. <laughs> He's not cute. We don't like him. Um, I, I, I just, uh, I'll, I'll make a prediction. I think that Nick might be somebody that comes out of the house and apologizes. I hope so. That's that's my prediction. I ho- and I hope it's a, like a genuine, actual apology, and that he learns. I th- I think that it won't happen for as long as he's still with Bella. <laughs> but it's yeah. not with Bella. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. All right. So Nick is going to have a conversation with her. He denies having said Holly and sis uh, only in his conversation with uh, with Nicole. Um, and Nicole's like, no, but like you did on this day at this time. And here's the receipts and here's all the information. But he cuts her off. Well, she well, she, what she says is like, uh, oh, I, 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 yeah, you probably said other names. I just don't remember them. Uh, I don't remember what uh, what order of what things were said, but I just wanted to let Holly know that, you know, that that, you know, that this was said and that if she heard it coming from somebody else that I wanted her to hear it from me, that I did not say her name and all of this stuff. Um so uh Nicole continues to explain the situation. She she's like crying through half of the explanation because she's there's like four people in the room uh yeah. all staring at her um and uh nick nick keeps so all of the stuff that happened in the hoh room they brought up so many different points so many different facts of what nicole did and each one of them is getting debunked over and over so like yes nick did say holly and sis's name uh yes people did go to nicole and talk about nick um Yes, uh, like all of these things happened. Um, no, she did not say I swear on my grandmother's life. She said I swear on my grandmother's grave. Um, you know, and yeah, just to say the fact that Nicole has to be like, no, my grandma's dead. And that's why I said I swore on her grave. I can't believe that's something that really happened. Yeah. Um, so, so she's going through that and Nick is running out of points to bring up. He's like, yeah, but like, you know, in the room we had, we had talked about, um, the, that, I mean, there were other things, um, like he's so, he's so sure of how he felt that night that he was so, he's, the, the, the emotion swelled and they were all so confident in their assessment of Nicole that he can't let go of that certainty, even though all of the points that led him there are now gone. So he keeps reaching for them like there's got to be more. Right. I mean, I still feel so sure about it. He's like, there's something there's something there's something now. What can I bring up that's really going to drive this home? And the yeah. light bulb goes off and it's, oh, Nicole's anxiety. <laughs> they well, they, they 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 talk about the anxiety, but the feeds cut. We didn't hear the conversation. Well, we heard a little bit. We heard uh, that at the start of the game, uh, Nicole really wasn't doing well, that she was having trouble with outgoing personalities and having trouble eating. And apparently Nick helped her through this. And then Nick works himself up and starts yelling, literally, like, I have anxiety and you used your anxiety as a tool. Do you even have anxiety? Are you even healthy? And he's yelling this like. Literally in her face, he's like, props to you if your anxiety is a game move, but are you, do you even have anxiety? Are you even healthy? And if he's saying that he has anxiety, then he should understand how absolutely unacceptable this is. Like, I'm someone who also has anxiety. I have a diagnosed anxiety disorder. And if somebody started saying, oh, is your anxiety even real? Are you even healthy? I would have been ejected from the house for punching them in the face. (laughs) Because that is, it's so unacceptable. Like you do not, especially someone who works as a therapist, to be trying to use somebody's mental health problems against them like this, it's gross. Yes. And then the feed's cut because of course they have to protect them and stop this conversation. The the feed's cut. So we didn't get to, uh, we didn't see Nicole's reaction to this. Um, But uh, yes, that, that, we didn't get the, the, uh, the resolution of that particular thread. Um, But Nick is going to continue to talk things through and uh, he, he runs out of points and uh, gets to the point where he's just like, okay, like, look, I, let's accept that everything that you're saying is true. I just want to say, like, even if it, even if she says, and it wasn't intentional, like I wasn't, he's like, 
uh, like applause to you, you know, uh, intentional or not. You did a fantastic job. You very nearly got me to put up Jack, um, you know, so uh, congratulations. You did a great job. And I just want to, you know, I just want to let you know that I, I, I don't feel conf- I don't feel comfortable having a, a one-on-one conversation with you without somebody else there because I, I just, you know, just in case that I don't want anything to get misconstrued. Um, so I just, uh, you know, it's, again, it's like completely out of actual points and just sticking with his assessment of, of the situation. Yeah, no, he says when we talk moving forward, Holly and Tommy will be in the room with us. And I think you'll find that nobody wants to talk to you alone anymore. And there's always going to have to be a third person in the room to make sure that we get our story straight. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so. So frustrating. (laughs) Bella is going to join the conversation again. And Bella is like in and out of the room through some of this conversation. She is struggling to not constantly be interrupting uh, Nicole. Like, luckily, Nick is also somebody that interrupts people a lot. And so with Nick on Nicole's side in this particular instance, like Nick, at any time Bella starts to speak, Nick is like, no, 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 <laughs> let's, let's let, let, let me talk. Let Nicole talk. Bella, just stay out of this one. Uh, <laughs> well, and it was also like, I, I think it was at the start of this conversation when Nicole was like, no, I'm trying to talk to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bella eventually is going to get involved and start talking again to uh, Nicole and just, being this is all you you're a manipulator and nicole finally just says you know what i maybe i'm shooting myself in the foot here but i don't care i'm just gonna say it it's you bella it's it's you it's all you you are the snake it's a you are the one that was that was been has been lying and manipulating this all comes from you nick i hope you know that i respect you and i think you can get far in this game but you are being dragged down it was beautiful it was lovely it was iconic just she's like you know what i don't give an f bella it's you and everybody knows and Bella's Bella essentially is just like, you know what? Then why are you in this position? And she walks out. Yeah, uh, she said that. She really feels that way. Um, after Bella leaves, Nick says to Nicole, like, look, I'm I'm sorry about that uh you know that that's that's not how you should be treated uh i think you just need to take the l on the bella thing and just don't talk to her i don't think it's ever going to be productive it's like this this made me this made me feel like davon it's like this is the one you lay with this is like the a person you that you say you're literally saying to her like she is an immature 22 year old and yep. she can't handle these conversations. You should just not talk to her because she's not going to be able to be productive with you. Like, okay. Yeah. And so what's happening at the same time is that Bella is upset that Nick wouldn't let her talk. Yep. Just let that pedal in. She's upset that someone wouldn't let her talk. Huh. Yeah. And she describes what happened to uh, to Christy. Um, and uh, I weirdly, I have to say uh, thank you to Christy because Christy immediately is able to recognize that Bella is the terrible one in this in this interaction. Uh, she's she's uh, Christy is later going to retell this to uh, Jack and Tommy that she was like, Bella said that Nicole told her that she was the, the it was her that she was the snake and bella and bella said well then why are you the one in this position and it's like she's obviously the snake like bella is clearly just afraid of actually addressing any of nicole's points because she can't because it was her exactly so christy uh kind of the hero of yesterday a little bit after nicole nicole's the first hero yeah, well, Christy's a hero in the same way that uh, that Nick is better than Bella. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> and so everyone out here all being like, oh, we can stand now. No, oh, no. You, can't. <laughs> you still can't. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, so they, they agree. Christy, Jack and Tommy, Nicole is definitely telling the truth. Bella is the snake. She's trying to pin it on Nicole. Uh, so they definitely need to keep Nicole this week and have her take a shot at Nick and Bella. Um, that's what they're going to do this week. And, uh, and the idea would be that, Hey, Nicole, we believed you the whole time. We were always on your side. We just couldn't say anything. Yeah, because that's what happens. You know, when you're on someone's side, you can't tell them you're on their side. Yeah. I mean, that's why would you do that? When when she hears that, she's going to be like, oh, you guys, you were secretly on my side the whole time. And you just made me feel like crap. Because it was all part of the plan. Oh, I totally get it. Yeah. And yes, because what we've seen from Nicole thus far is that she's just like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, ma'am. We get, finally get to the veto competition. Finally. Cat is going to win the veto. And uh, also, somebody was there to host the veto. Finally, we had some love and light in the Big Brother 21 house. Caitlin! Caitlin was there! And she hosted the veto! And it was a person puzzle. <laughs> 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 oh man i love caitlin so much i can't wait for this episode now uh big same and so i guess caitlin made some sort of comment about like stop talking about us we hear what you're saying hey, the alumni hear what you guys are saying just so you know maybe you should be a little nicer in general that's what they, that's what that's their interpretation of what she said we don't know what she actually said yeah and I assume that we're not going to actually see that. So yeah. unfortunately we'll have to live with that. That's what she said. And so Christy spends quite a while saying like, Oh, no wonder I lost. Like it was karma for all the bad things I said about Caitlin. The universe told me that I didn't, I didn't even want to win this veto. And then the universe came and told me that I shouldn't win this veto and that it just wasn't my time because of all the crap that I talked about Caitlin. And then Caitlin was the host. So that was clearly just the universe telling me that this was not the veto for me to win, which is what I already thought anyway. Yeah, it's, it's really great when the universe comes in with a message that you already know, you know, deep inside. It just shows how intuitive you are. Mm, yeah. Um, and <laughs> there's a there's a conversation between Jack and Jackson. Um, I want to make sure I get uh, I get the quote right, actually. Um, but uh, but Jackson is saying, hey, Caitlin was so hot. Caitlin, Caitlin's so hot. And Jack, Jack just says, come on. She's just a female face. We haven't seen any female faces other than the ones in front of us for the last two months. And so, uh, and she was also in two hours of makeup. Don't give her too much credit. First of all, we've been new that Jack sucks. It's just another example on a long list. Second of all, I guarantee you it does not take two hours to get Caitlyn TV ready. <laughs> Shut up about Caitlyn. She's beautiful with not a bit of makeup on her face. Okay, Jackson. <laughs> I am so like literally to hear that Caitlyn made some sort of comment about like, we hear what you're saying. And then this is said right after. Like, I just. I don't understand the disconnect in your head that, that makes you say things like this. Like, <laughs> come on, come on, Jackson. Let's not get out of hand and call people attractive. That's giving them too much credit. And it's, also, it's not okay. Like, here's the thing. They don't really cast unattractive people on these shows. And Caitlin was on it before you, buddy. I mean, this is the same guy that talked about flirting with Jess to make her feel good. So <laughs> I literally like when he talks, I like I I wish I could just hear like the teachers from Charlie Brown when he talks, because I, every word he says, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And he just gets uglier and uglier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I, and I, I can attest. I have met Caitlin in person. She is beautiful. She's very attractive. Jack does not know what he's talking about. Anyone who's ever seen a picture of her or seen her on TV or on live feeds 
can tell that she's absolutely dropped dead gorgeous. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So Caitlin hosted the veto. Cat won the veto. She wants to use it on Jess. Um, Christy is going to talk to Jack and they're going to discuss that they are definitely keeping Nicole. No matter what, they have the votes. So the veto is going to get used on Jess. Nicole's going to go up on the block and then they are going to keep Nicole. They're not going to tell anyone that they're going to keep Nicole. They are just going to keep Nicole. And then after the vote or right before the vote, they're going to tell Nicole, hey, we believed you all along. We're going to keep you or we did keep you. Here are the votes that kept you. You should be loyal to us and go after, uh, you know, Nick and Bella. Um, I actually. For all of the results that this week could have ended with, certainly I would have loved if like Cliff won the veto and then like Jess went home or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But. We might be getting a, a blindside split vote mm-hmm. with Nick being surprised that his alliance went against him and immediately understanding that he was screwed. He'll probably blame Nicole, but still. I mean, well, of course it's her fault if she stays. How dare she play Big Brother and try to stay in the house? Yeah. The audacity to play the game that they are all there to play. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, by the end of the week, they'll probably have Nick convinced that Cliff needs to go and Nicole needs to stay. So I can't believe you would say that. Nick is so smart. He's a master manipulator and... <laughs> And he's just going to see the truth that Nicole is Vanessa Russo and that she Vanessa Russoed her way into staying. That was a that was another thing um, where Nick said to Nicole that, uh, hey, so, OK, so let's say let's say you're right. Let's say there really were people coming after me. You don't think I'd already calculated that and figured the whole thing out and accounted for it? Uh, he's saying this in front of. Tommy and Holly, who are going to immediately go to a conversation saying, so we're taking out Nick next week. (laughs) The fact that they were able to keep a straight face and not laugh right at him. Is like. Just. How can you like (sighs) Nick is so Nick is so convinced that he read their faces that when the information came out, if if it's true that they were coming after me, they would have reacted differently. But I read on their faces that it wasn't true. And so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, it's almost like um, people can't lie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody. There's no such thing as a good liar. Um, There's you can always tell. And he and obviously Nick has figured out everybody's tell. So he knows when they're lying and when they're yeah. not. He knows that Nicole is lying and that Tommy is telling him the truth. Yeah. He's already considered it and he's calculated it. OK, he knows. Yeah. Um, so. I hate him so much. Uh, Nicole and Kemi are going to start making some plans to pitch to Nick uh, and try to get him back on board. This could be dangerous for Nicole if she tries too hard to get Nick back on board because right now she's safe because of six shooters thinking that she's going to target Nick. And if she goes and approaches him too much and then, and he talks about that, then they might decide to go somewhere else with that. However, I do, I do wish that Nicole could somehow convince Nick to not put her up and instead put like Christy up. Can you imagine? I mean, she's Vanessa Rousseau, right? She can make things happen. I would just love for Christy to use her diamond power of veto to put Bella. Exactly. That's this is saving the season. If Nicole managed to convince Nick to put Christy on the block and then she used her diamond veto to take herself down and put and replace herself with Christy or sorry, with with Bella. And then Bella went home this week and the, the, the diamond veto was flushed like the entire season is saved. OK, I let's not go crazy here. <laughs> Let's not get our hopes up. We're pinning too much, too much of our hopes and dreams to a twist here. Uh, well, no, it's not to the twist. It's to Nicole making it happen, which I, I don't I don't think it would happen, unfortunately, because uh, Nick has no reason to put up a six shooter because they would have the votes to stay. And, and Christy wouldn't have a reason to use the veto because she would have the votes yeah. to stay. So but still, I think she beautiful. might panic and use it. 
but I don't think yeah, you could put she, her up. She, she's a reactive person. If she did go up, I think she'd use it, but it would just be so wonderful if Bella went home on XHOH. Uh, put it in the fan fiction, guys. Yes. Um, also, uh, I have I have read that like perhaps this is not how the veto works. Now, I don't really have a full understanding of how this v- diamond veto works. They're calling it a diamond power veto. The way that it worked before was that uh, Matt Hoffman just had a veto. It was a diamond veto around his neck, and he could use it w- whenever he wanted with on whoever he wanted. Um, and uh, the way that Christie's describing it is that like. Um, that like the person who won the veto can use the veto, but uh, she can then replace, she then chooses the replacement. But if the person who won the veto doesn't use the veto, then she can't use the, I don't know. It's very confusing. I think like it's, it's always weird trying to um, like understand a power based on the description of the person in the house. Cause they don't, they might not like fully understand it, but uh, we'll find out tonight anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be nice to to see that to get it all clear and in order. Uh, I'm just, yeah, we'll see. Speaking of, I was actually uh, talking to to Matt. He still has the uh, the diamond power veto. Oh well, that's a nice little right. uh, souvenir to have. And yeah, the other thing too is Christy keeps talking about how hers is um, anonymous. Hmm. So. So it is different in some ways, at least. But I don't know why they'd say it's a classic power we've brought back. It's the diamond power veto, but it's totally different. Well, and it's also just like when they're trying to like hint to us when they said it was a classic power. It was like, well, the only two that people could really think of were the coup d'état and the diamond power veto. And the, as you said, the coup d'état is similar enough to the nightmare power that like it, it, they gave us too strong of a hint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so uh I, I will say i hope that it is more along the lines of what she's describing it is less powerful if she can't just use it at will um so that would be that would be nice that would help yeah it's uh, we need it to be less powerful like uh, i am not grateful <laughs> for this uh um so cat is going to talk to jackson jackson wants her to use the veto on jess cat says that's what i already wanted to do um cat is also going to say to jackson hey jackson i just want to like nicole was talking to me yesterday she told me that i was on the bottom and that i was an outsider and she doesn't know what she's talking about i'm not on the bottom i'm not an outsider (laughs) I'm not an outsider, Jackson. I'm I'm with you guys. And he's like, of course. She's like, I'm a number for you guys. And he's like, yeah, exactly. You're totally with us. Yeah, there's nothing like uh, saying, no, I'm not on the bottom. I'm a number for you. Because yeah. that's the same as being an equal member of the Alliance. <laughs> Me? Cat? An outsider? No. How? How could it be possible? <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. I, uh... I was hoping Nicole would just lock Cat in the basement and be like, you can't come out unless you promise not to use the veto. <laughs> uh, the six shooters are going to have a meeting later on uh, to discuss the week. They agree that Nicole is not going to go home, um, that they will be voting to keep Nicole regardless of what happens. Um, they also talk about who they would love to target first, Bella or Nick. Christy thinks Bella should go first. Tommy thinks that Nick is more dangerous. And I think this is really, really smart from Tommy because the minute mm. Bella's gone, the target on the others disappears a little bit. But by getting rid of Nick first, like Bella is still going to be saying nonsense. She's still going to be putting a target on herself. So it will incentivize the grateful Alliance to actually stay together longer. If Bella's still there posing a threat to them. So very, very smart from Tommy, even though it's not what I personally would like to see. Yes. Um, and, and really, you know, Tommy has talked in the past about Sam being the first person that they should target. So I wouldn't be surprised if he moved to that angle uh, eventually as well, because Sam is probably better at competitions and more likely to blend back in if Nick or Bella leaves. Well, and what Tommy says last night is that it should be Nick, then Sam, mm-hmm. then Bella. So he still has Sam in his radar. Yeah. 
So, and you know what? I cared before. Not as much anymore, Sam. You disappointed me. Yep. They all, they've all been a letdown. <laughs> all right. That's what we have for you. Uh, anything else that you wanted to bring up, Kristen? Um, there was like super, super late last night. Um, Kemi and Nicole were had like a really sweet conversation that I think people should flash back to watch because they have a, a wholesome friendship. Uh, and it's like, Kemi's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I built this ship. And Nicole's like, I'm so sorry. I gave you the lumber to do it. And it's just, I love them. They also said like, they were talking about like things that Nicole should say to Bella. And Nicole's like, I should tell her that after all the BS she's been spewing, she needs to clean out her mouth. And I liked that. So that was a, it was a cute conversation. It happened like, oh God, I think it was like 4 a.m. Big Brother time. Yeah. It was late. Uh, yes, they, they're, they're great. I, I really, I hope, uh, you know, Nicole, she's about to get potentially backdoored and survive. Mm-hmm. It's a feat not many people can say that they accomplished. Uh, you know, hey, you know what? Vanessa Rousseau was? did that. Yeah, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa did that. <laughs> and no, I don't want to hear about, oh, she played in the veto. She played in the veto. No. Uh, unless, until there's an, another term that succinctly describes the process of being the replacement nominee and target, I'm going to keep saying backdoor. Because yeah, I don't want like, to say, uh, oh, yeah, Vanessa survived being the replacement nominee that was a target after the veto. Yeah. And also, like, when it was planned in advance, like with yeah. the the random draw, it makes it a little bit harder. But like if they're drawn randomly to play. It was still a backdoor plan. They just got a chance to play in the veto by random happenstance. Exactly. <laughs> We're on the same side on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also need to point out because there was there were some some rumblings around uh, around Twitter that uh, that I was seeing happen uh, that there are there are people. Not many people, and I doubt these people give any kind of crap about what I have to say or my opinion, but uh, in the very off chance that there are some people that might, um, I do want to very, very heavily come down on the side of stay away from these people's personal lives and their jobs. It is not your job to police their behavior in their personal life and to contact the members of their family or their employers, and that is disgusting and reprehensible behavior and you are no fan of mine if you take any part of it and as i said earlier if this is the way these people act in their real lives as well as in the house life is going to get them it may take time it may take longer than we would like life will get them we do not have to yeah all right so that's what we have for you Thanks, guys, for for hanging out. We will, of course, be live tonight after the Sunday night episode. We'll find out about this diamond power of Vito and uh, we'll we'll talk about it. I'll be on with uh, with Rob. And then tomorrow night we have our third roundtable of the season where we'll do the uh, the ratings and we'll talk about the week as a whole and all of that great stuff. There's going to be a lot of changes to the ratings, I imagine. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then I saw uh, Melissa tweeting about her ratings yeah. for the week. <laughs> Melissa was like, twos for everyone. You get a two. You get a two. Everyone gets a two. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, everybody sell. Sell it all. Hold on to your holdings. Well, it's too late. We had to make our decisions on Thursday. So, huh. Cool. Um, and I will, of course, be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. You can find Kirsten at Kirsten said what? And you can also find me on the new um, Love Island wrap up, which started last week. There's been two episodes of the podcast so far. Rob came on for the premiere. Scally and Eric covering it. And this week, I'm also going to be guessing on The Bachelorette wrap up with Haley Strong. So you get lots of cursing content this week. There you go. I got to say, I feel like Love Island is a great show for recaps. It really is. Yeah, because there's a lot to make fun of. Yeah, (laughs) we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the premiere was a little bit slow. I think Rob was a little disappointed that it wasn't trashy enough, but it did start picking up. They are keeping true to the UK format. And uh, we just saw on Twitter today that Winston from Big Brother 20 is on his way to Love Island this week. So 
Uh, that's exciting. Um, so how <laughs> much? Something. How much of this was? Oh my god, the ratings are terrible. The Big Brother audience didn't come. Let's. We got to grab Big Brother people. Yeah, I'm gonna say a hundred percent, and I'm just assuming that Brett probably couldn't get away from his life. I guess in so. like three days, and Winston could. They really should have got Brett. Well, and it's also it's weird because this week it should be new female Islanders coming in. Oh, they're really so, panicking, like, man. They. They should have tried to get like Caitlyn. Well, Caitlyn has other obligations, Kirsten. Are you saying you don't want to see Caitlyn Herman on your TV five days a week? Because I sure do. I'm saying I want to be able to talk to Caitlyn on a weekly basis on RHAP. That is obviously the bigger platform. I would rather see her on Love Island. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I, I think they must really be scrambling because they brought in two male Islanders last week. And then in the preview where it said new Islanders are coming, there was a shot of a woman. So I don't know what they're going to do, but we'll find out on Monday. <laughs> I literally just looked over at my Twitter and I saw a tweet from Caitlin. It's OK. I don't think you're hot either. Yeah, well, except she's right and they're wrong. So. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much, guys, for uh, for hanging out with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.